So it begins on uh, Monday. You've heard all the news this morning. You've heard Stephanie talking about what's in the news. You've heard me talking about what's in the news. So now we get a chance to sit back and discuss a little bit. The Roundtable. Tammy Jenneret is in studio with me. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. Uh, Tom McConnell is in studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning. And uh, the Lord Mayor of Niagara-on-the-Lake, Pat Dart, here on a Mayor's Monday. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Tim. Mr. Lord Mayor. I can't do that voice that Tom does, but good morning. Just get real real close to the microphone and then just do that. Um, Okay, class, I have an assignment for you. Your assignment is... Uh, you want to be a public relations person, okay? That's your job. We want to teach you about public relations. Your job is to defend and and uh, put a good spin on everything your client does. Who would you rather be the PR person for tonight? Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, or Lester Holt? Uh, actually, which job would you least like to have as public relations? Tammy? Who would have um, the toughest job? Hillary. Hillary? Okay. Yeah. Why so? Um, I think trying to convince the American public that she's healthy enough to become president, I think, is going to be an upwards battle. I, I really think that hurt her. Um, the scandals, not only her own scandals, the email scandal, but her husband's previous scandals. So I I think it's an uphill battle. I think it would be easier to be Donald Trump's, uh, you know, PR Mm -hmm. purse flack because you could temper him at this point. You could turn him into the more rational candidate. Is that who you think you're going to get tonight? The rational Uh, read off the teleprompter Trump? I I don't know because Hillary's apparently been prepping for four days and Donald says, I'm just going to be me, you know. (laughs) So I don't know. But at this point... I, if I was his publicity PR people, I would definitely say, okay, we are going to prove to the nation that you can, in fact, be presidential. By the way, I, I don't think I believe Trump for one second when he says he isn't prepping for this. I think he's They've got They've lowered the bar significantly. <laughs> All, I, I think it's toughest to be, uh, I was going to say Lester Holt. However, I think I, all Hillary has to do tonight is just appear to be the grown-up. That's it. They, she has a very simple task. Just to appear to be competent and rational. That's all. That, that's all she has to do. Because plant a potato, get a potato. We think Trump is going to be tempered. We think Trump is all of a sudden going to be, you know, is going to appear presidential. Uh, it's going to be very fascinating to watch. So I, I, I would think Trump has lowered the bar so much. But I think I think it's still going to be it's tough. It's going to be tough person. because depending on be what, his, his what he comes up with, oh, I mean, yeah. he may accuse her of something that's completely untrue. How do you react to that? Just I'm not going to comment? Although he's not that great as a debater, as we saw in the primaries. He just yeah. kind of, he's got great facial expressions, but not that great of a debater. <laughs> Mr. Dart. Not that great of hair either. <laughs> Okay, and we're going to go there, are we? First? I, can't, I can't. Well, from, coming from you or I. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. But uh, I can't believe I heard Trump and rational in the same sentence. Well, That's kind of... I mean, he's he's been told by his PR people you have to tone it down. But tomorrow morning, whose job would you rather have? The, the PR person for Trump? Hillary Clinton or Lester Holt? I'm, I'm going the other way with the, the least likely. And at least, least I'd likely, uh, I'd like to have Trump... Uh, 
PR job. So you think he's no matter what he does, it's not really going to matter. It's just he's a loose cannon. You never know what he's going to do, and he can tell you he's not prepping. He can tell you he's going to tone it down, but uh, wake up the next day and see what really happened. Okay. In the end, he's a showman, and yep. every, and he should, as a showman, be able to play many different roles. So I think he is capable of toning it down. Now, whether he will or not, but I think that. He's he's an actor at heart. Now, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, this is very similar to Ronnie Reagan. Yep. In that Reagan knew when to play what role. Do you know he could, whatever the situation was. The coincidence. Ronnie could adapt to it as an actor. The coincidence of the date. Fifty-seven years ago today, uh, it was Kennedy Nixon first presidential televised debate and of course everybody talks about those debates that that Nixon won if you listened on the radio and Kennedy won if you watched on television and it showed the differences between the two mediums media Tom do you think and I'll come to you Pat in a second do you think that tonight could be the same kind of thing if you listen to it with us tonight we're gonna be carrying the bait if you listen to it on radio do you think you're gonna get a different view than if you were watching on on television and watching Trump with the with the gestures, et cetera, et cetera. You may, you may. I, I think generally it's the same. Although the 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 Nixon Kennedy was very close. I mean, when you look at it, it wasn't yeah. like Kennedy won ninety percent on no. television. It, it was very close. But I just I don't know if that'll be the phenomenon tonight. I think what you hear is the same as what you'll see for the most part, minus Trump's facial expressions. Yeah, I think I th- I think it's all going to be the words. So, in, in, any predictions in terms of whether this will have any effect on the public opinion polls when all is said and done? If nobody comes up with a with a drop dead killer line here tonight that everybody will be talking about tomorrow, if it's just he accused her of this and she accused him of that, is it going to have any effect whatsoever? I think it is a, a bit of a. I think it's a pivotal debate for both of them because really neither of them are doing extremely well in the polls. And it's, again, it's that, you know, it's that I'm going to hold my nose and vote. I think that may, those those voters may carry it. So you're going to try and, uh, for both of them, they need to sway the undecideds. Let me ask you. Their way. Let me ask so. you this. What do you think the job of Lester Holt should be tonight? Because there was some debate, if you'll excuse the expression, that Holt should do what Matt Lauer didn't do, that Candy Crawley did during the last debate, during the last election, was fact check. And if somebody says something incorrect, that the moderator should jump in and say, but that's not true. Trump's, Isn't that the other candidate's Trump job, says though? that's not the moderator's job. That's, that's right, Tom. It's the candidate's. It it's, should. it's the candidate's. Unless something is so obvious. Hillary, when you were president during 9-11, you know, obviously you made yeah. <laughs> and, th- and She was not president during 9-11. Unless it's so obvious. But isn't that the whether it's Clinton or uh, uh, Trump? Isn't that their job to fact check? I I agree. I, I agree as yeah. well, because that's the the part of a debate. You watch yeah. how fast the debaters are on their feet. Yep. That they can catch. But Matt Lauer was different though, because that was one. That on wasn't one. a debate. Yeah, that was one on one. So maybe the role is then different. As the interviewer, but let me but the uh, the Candy Crawley thing back when Obama was was uh, debating um, 
McCain. And there was this talk about whether Obama had ever used the word terrorist uh, with regard to one of the one of the attacks um, that was happening. And and Candy Crawley said, yes, he did use the word terror. Mr. Mr. McCain, you're wrong. Um, and she jumped in and fact-checked him in the middle of the debate. And a lot of people, and, and Trump said this week, "I hope this isn't going to be a Candy Crawley situation. Um, are we? You know, we don't want Lester Holt jumping in and fact-checking, which is a nice way of saying, I hope he's not going to correct me." <laughs> well, I think uh, I think it is the other candidate's job to uh, to correct uh, the wrongs, but it's the moderator's job to make sure that it's enforced. Or the moderator's job is also to phrase the question and say. Now, previously, you said that mm-hmm. this was the case. The moderator has a job of asking very specific, pointed questions, yeah. rather than "Give me your thoughts on terrorism." <laughs> like, like that's just, yeah. that's just terrible moderation. Yeah. And we're back on the round table. Lord Mayor Pat Dart of uh, Niagara on the Lake with us as our guest panelist today. Tom's here. Tammy's here. I'm Tim Dennis. It was. Um, Awful weekend in the world of sports with three losses uh, in the world of sports. The Calgary Stampeders lost uh, defensive back Milan Hicks, who died 23, shot outside a Calgary nightclub. Uh, Major League Baseball lost uh, Jose Fernandez of the Marlins, uh, with uh, killed with two others when their powerboat slammed into a jetty just off Miami Beach. And, of course, the story that got a lot of the headlines was uh, the golf great Arnold Palmer dying yesterday at the age of seven after some heart problems. At the age of 87. 87. You said seven. Did I say seven? Yes. At the age of 87. <laughs> it would have been much different had it been at seven. Will there be another in the with the likes of Arnold Palmer? I mean, can there be another with the likes of Arnold Palmer in this day and age? Arnold Palmer was uh, a groundbreaker in a lot of ways. He was a great golfer, probably not the greatest golfer of all time, but he um, he appealed to uh, a group of people who had never played golf before, who think thought they couldn't afford it. He was uh, pretty well first on the bandwagon of all the celebrity endorsements. Uh, he appealed to an awful lot of people and was a huge star right into his 80s. And I, I don't know whether you see that anymore. Pat, let me begin with you. Yeah, you'll see it again. There, uh, there's always another one coming along after Gretz. But they seem to, they seem to, they're, the stars, excuse the expression, seem to burn out. Uh, Palmer's never did. He was always, it was always Arnie. He was gotcha. always okay. Yeah, on that. Yeah, he yeah. did last. Uh, I don't know what it was. His entire life, he was always yeah front and center. Yeah, and even Jack now. I mean, as great as Jack was, still not the in the in the same league in terms of the public perception. Uh, I know because everybody thought that Tiger Woods would follow. Yeah. In, in Arnold Palmer's footsteps, and in he kind of flamed out mainly because of injuries. Yeah. But when you watch golf, the field is so tight now. That it's hard to to have one person that dominant. Yep, it, it just doesn't seem to happen. It just seems that for the most part, the top golfers are all fairly even in their talents. So at any given golf tournament, it may come down to that one mistake that costs you that tournament, and somebody else wins. It, it yeah. just seems to be a much more competitive field than in in, in Palmer's day. Yeah. And I think, though, Palmer, though, when he was a young golfer, though, the purse money wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. He and his wife stayed at the Masters in their trailer. You know, that's the <laughs> yeah, difference. Yeah. And yep. so golfers were really scratching a living together. There wasn't as much money. Yep. Palmer changed that with IMG. I mean, that changed everything. So I think he was 
able to deal with a crowd because he learned how to deal with it, you know, in his early 20s. That he learned how to be, you know, the center of attention. But golf wasn't, you know, they weren't roped off. They weren't thought of as in the stratosphere. Arnold talked to the fans. He shook hands. Shook hands with everyone. And then he just carried it on. And then he just carried on, and he was taught that at a young age. There was no, there was no other way. I remember watching him. And this was in video, I mean, but I watched him uh, putting. I don't know whether it was the Masters or the U.S. Open. He was actually <laughs> shaking hands with the gallery before he took his putt. Oh, yeah. You would never see that now. <laughs> well, they had a story about how he'd have a smoke, put out the smoke, and you know, go or putt. <laughs> yeah, throw it, throw it and flick it. Yeah, throw it on the lawn, can you imagine now if a golfer <laughs> lit up before you oh, know? Oh, lots of golfers smoke. They I know, but you would show never, They never, never show it. Show no. that. I don't think. John Daly smokes. No, just kidding. Uh, I think uh, I think Tiger was more like uh, Jack Nicholson than than Arnold Palmer. Arnold, Nicholas. Arnold, yeah, yeah. Um, he was yeah, seven too. Yeah. You see, see, it's easy. To, it's easy. So uh, he um, he's got the personality. He's got the presence uh, and some and and a lot of talent. The, For, other, the others were just kind of yeah. But but for, for about five to ten years, Arnold Palmer was probably the most famous athlete on the planet. Who would you say was now? I mean, it's spread around so much. Who would, who's the most famous athlete on the planet right now? I think Messi. Messi or Ronaldo. I but think I, it's, Messi I think could walk down St. Paul Street and nobody would recognize him. Well, but, not nobody, but, uh, uh, but not in Europe. Not in Europe, no. not the rest no, of the but world. If you took it globally, I don't know if you can take it globally. You know, because uh, there are, in South America, one of our hockey players would not register. No. Right. Well, that's why European and in China, soccer nobody's players know like LeBron holiday James. Yeah. here. They go to Miami or Vegas because yeah. no one will recognize them. Mm-hmm. Maybe LeBron. LeBron yeah. would be, Maybe. you know. Maybe. Basketball is popular everywhere. Yep. And he's just so tall. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> stand, stand out in the crowd, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me move on to something that's happening in Canada. In Montreal, they're walking, watching very closely today um, as they're voting on a bylaw to ban pit bulls. Now, we've been through that here. Uh, we've all, you know, lived through the debates here, but in Montreal, uh, the city is preparing to vote on their pit bull ban. Advocates for the breed have been pulling out all the stops to convince the politicians and the public that pit bulls don't pose an inherent risk. Uh, they're going to vote tonight to adopt the bylaw that would ban new pit bulls from the city and place strict rules on existing dogs, including be sterilized and muzzled when they're in public. Uh, does Ace, does it surprise you that they're having this debate? Because here in Ontario, they've been talking about a movement to repeal the law. Well, you're still seeing pit bulls. I'm yep. sorry. You yep. are. And they're not them. muzzled. I see them on the street every day. So it's not really enforced. Uh, um, Tom, is it is it a, a vote that is necessary? Is what, what What's going I, I don't, on here? I don't think it's necessary because I don't think breed-specific legislation has has worked we need to do a better job as we talked mm-hmm. about last week last week about yeah. any bad owners of dogs from chihuahuas to rottweilers to pit bulls mm-hmm. any of them could be a risk to bite so those who do bite be harsher with them bad dart yeah i mean it's the same in 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 almost anything we've got uh we've got speeding problems in niagara on the lake a lot of vaccines because of speeding and everything else we've got the rules in place they're just not they're, they're difficult to be enforced let me talk about Niagara on the Lake for a minute before we run out of time. What's uh, good top, idea? Yeah, what's top of mind in Niagara on the Lake? Top of mind. Well, uh, today's Jackie Maxwell's. Uh, we had a dinner for her last night. She's the artistic director at Shaw and has been for a number of years. So we're kind of honoring her uh, this weekend. Um, and that's and it's been a, a really good time and a, you know a really 
you know, ba- not bad time, but uh, it was an off year last year. But there were a lot of reasons for that. Yeah, and you know what? It's it, that's that's, that's just such a tough job to do. I mean, being artistic and everything else, and then hitting all the marks with what people want to see. And people's minds change all the time. So, well, and I think Shaw's like a lot of theaters. Not to change the subject, yeah. your core demographic is older. But if you don't do enough to bring young people in and attract mm-hmm. them at a younger age to the theater, what are you going to do 10, 15 years from now? Mm-hmm. It's so true. Uh, so it's it's quite the dilemma. Do you go for the money now, or do you play the long ball? When Shaw has a bad year, Lord Mayor, mm-hmm. does Niagara on the Lake have a bad year? How um, integral? No, not necessarily. No, um, and and again, it's really the last couple of years. It's hard to tell because there's just such an influx of people. It's it's busy everywhere, not just Niagara on Lake. But but how integral is it to what what Niagara on the Lake is? People are coming. You mm-hmm. know what? In all honesty, and and Shaw is a big part of Niagara on the Lake. Shaw started to to put Niagara on the Lake on the map, so um, it's an integral part. But if they have an off year, it's it's off at a little tiny bit. But yeah. compared to the number of people that are coming for other reasons, it's it's just a, it's not that. Then let me flip it: is the popularity of Niagara on the Lake maybe masking bigger problems at Shaw? The fact that there's all these people coming and it's a, and it's still an off year. What happens when it's an off year in Niagara on the Lake? Then no, I think most they, you, do you think they're really separate? tourist crowds yeah when people come to niagara on lake for shaw they're coming for shaw okay they get lots of other great things to do while they're down there but they're coming specifically for that and whatever else comes along with it so you've got two separate groups of tourists coming to town. i think so yeah probably the wine tourist the the, the theater tourist yeah and now the now the beer tourist. The beer tourist. <laughs> Your kind of tourist. That's my kind of tourist. But there's so many my cult- kind of town. There's so many cultural events down there with with especially with music with Bravo uh, Bravo Niagara, uh, the jazz festival, uh, music Niagara and things like that. There's so many opportunities and the wineries have their own concerts too. So there's lots of uh, lots of things down.